You're listening to the Bougie Boss Podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the classy, bossed-up woman who's looking to build her empire and start living the life that she deserves. I am your host, Marissa Janae, so grab a glass of wine, sit back, take notes, and enjoy the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the Bougie Boss Podcast. This is your host, Marissa Janae, Kingdom Boss, serial entrepreneur, and your favorite Christian lifestyle coach, aka the future wife coach. We also have the collective on today. Hello, hello. Marquita here once again. Very happy to be here. Very excited to be on the podcast with you guys. Hey. Hello, everyone. Nafisa here. Very excited as well to be here with you guys and hope you enjoy the show. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, guys. It's your girl, Tiara. Excited to be a part of another podcast. I'm glad I get to talk with you today. Yes. Awesome. So happy when we all can get together. For those that are listening for the very first time, welcome my babe sending podcast hugs out to you. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure that you uh, share this on your social medias. And for those that have been rocking with me since day one and this podcast, hello, my babes, and welcome back to another episode. I am not going to talk long. We're just going to go ahead and get started. I do want to give a shout out and happy belated a birthday to Nafisa. Woo, woo, woo. So, woo. my dear, yes. Thank another you. Year. Thank you. <laughs> another year older. How was your birthday? It was wonderful. Very relaxing. Very nice gifts giving. Always a good thing. The treats are always a good thing. Um, but most of it, I think it was very relaxing. I enjoyed it. Just being loved on. So what else is going on, ladies? Anything new? Um, I guess for me, just right now, just working on a business and um, and getting back into my prayer calls uh, for Bella Uncovered. Um, so I've been, God had me on vacation this past week to get me refreshed, to get my mind together. And so tomorrow we're getting back at it full force. Uh, just, uh, I think I talked about it last time, just um, renovating my house. So trying to... Um get out <laughs> so that can happen <laughs> and it's you know it's been a challenge you know when you live somewhere for 15 16 years you had 15 16 years worth of junk <laughs> mm-hmm. you know so you know I'm purging a lot of things and um you know just just working to get organized but I'm um I, I am very excited about you know about the renovation but yeah that's about it uh before we get into this i want to talk about this whole tabitha brown and Will- wendy williams situation have y'all seen oh that? my I didn't see what uh wendy said but i did hear tabitha's response so that's where i'm at with it okay okay what do you think about that I thought she checked her lovely in decency without even getting out of character. Like mm-hmm. I, whatever she did say about her, she she said it very politely to mind her business. I, I agree. I I I agree hundred percent. I mean, she was perfect to me. I mean, yes. I would say most people would have, you know, would it, would it quote unquote clap back. You know what I'm saying? Like they would have mm-hmm. probably said all kinds of nasty things about Wendy, which there's tons of nasty things out here to say about Wendy. Amen. You know, with her. Rep- reputation and the things that she does in regards to talking about other people but I mean Tabitha's response I mean it was it was godly I mean classy 
it was it was it was amazing. I mean, I know Wendy probably had to be taken aback. Like, wow, she was very poor. She didn't she she didn't get upset. I mean, and she and then she you know she told her that she prayed that she found the kind of happiness that she has in her marriage. And mm-hmm. I thought that was very powerful what she said. I, I mean, I really thought that was a very powerful response, something to make maybe Wendy even step back and think, you know, maybe before she had something to say about somebody else's situation. I did see it. Um, I love Tabitha Brown. Um, I love watching her. Uh, I did. I like what she said. I do wish she wouldn't have responded only for the simple fact is that people going to talk. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, mm-hmm. Tabitha is she she's she's worldwide. You know what I mean? And people are going to talk and people are going to, you know, say whatever it is that they have to say. And, you know, sometimes I just feel like we shouldn't come off of our posts to respond to foolishness like that. That's the only thing. So you think that what Wendy said was foolishness? I, I definitely do think that it was foolishness. But I also believe that people are going to talk. You know what I mean? People people are going to talk. People are always going to have something to say about what you're doing or what you did. And, you know, sometimes I just feel like we shouldn't come off our post just to to respond to certain foolishness because then you're going to find you may find yourself having to constantly do that every time somebody says something about you or maybe it was just a one and done type of thing you know maybe it was you know for anybody who ever says anything in the future you know I can see that but but yeah that's how I feel I just feel like people are going to talk and I don't have time to constantly address everything every negative thing that's spoken about me or my life or my marriage Mm-hmm. But like I said, I love I Tabby. I love Tabitha. Like I absolutely love her. Mm-hmm. Me too. Okay. But you know, I you know, I I think that um I, I definitely agree, um, Tierra, with what you said. I mean, you know, everything doesn't reserve deserve a response. But I think the way that she did it, I don't think it was necessarily about her. I think that it was I, to me, knowing um I did watch the Wendy Williams um story. I don't know if any of you guys watched that. I did. Um, yeah, I mean, seeing the kind of hurt that that man put on her, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and and realizing that Wendy's response was based upon what she experienced and, you know, feeling that she was used and things like that. And I believe that her opinion about Tabitha's um, situation came from that. And but, but I think that I think that it was like a rebuke. Like, I think that she, you know, really gave her like an education of what like, listen, like, I'm, you know, I'm sorry that you've been hurt, but this is what true love looks mm-hmm. like. I think, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think that. I think yeah. that it was something to really make Wendy think, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, I, I really doubt, I mean, I don't know, you know, she responds to everything everyone says, but I just think in this case, like I was, I was extremely impressed. And like I said, not about, you know, her checking Wendy. It was just about, I think that she really could have possibly, you know, gotten to the core of some of Wendy's issues and, and gave her some things for her to think about and to, and to also pray about, you know what I mean? So that's why I think, I think yeah. that, her, I think that her response was very fitting. windy situation yeah i think we could take a page out of tabitha's book um when responding um to certain situations i didn't mind that she responded in the way that she did respond like it didn't come off in a gossipy type of you know up in arms you know type of way um but i want to get to what wendy said i want to know do you agree with what wendy said because, um, I mean, to be honest, I'm more so of a traditional woman and we're all probably going to, you know, we, some may agree, some may disagree, all may disagree. However, 
I just feel, um, one, I don't think that Tabitha should have um, broadcast to the world that she was retiring her husband. That's number one to me um, when it comes to, you know, just being a man, period. If that's between you and your husband, that's between you and your husband. I don't think that should have been broadcast because to me, it kind of emasculates the man in, in a sense. Um, again, if that's what they what they decided to do behind closed doors, that, you know, that's all fine and good. I just don't think that it should have been broadcast. And look, you know, it fell into the hands of somebody, the gossip queen who has something, you know, to say, you know, to say about it. So I just want to know what you guys think about what Wendy say. Do you agree? Now, let me just ask this question. Let me ask two questions. Do you agree with what Wendy was saying? And two, do you think that women should be retiring their husbands? Well, for me, I got two. I got two opinions about it, only because I have two different situations to pick from. It all depends on the relationship and how Tampa said it. It depends on the foundation that you guys have. So if you guys had made an agreement that that's what y'all are gonna do, then that's what we do. I don't care what nobody thinks. This is our life because we live in our four walls and everybody else's opinion doesn't matter. Only your opinion that matters is what's in these four walls. Mm -hmm. So no matter how you feel about me or our situation, it's what we decide to do. Everybody don't live their life about how other people think because mm -hmm. other people think that ain't always right mm -hmm. even though it worked for them it may not work for you what i want to know from you two questions what do you feel about what wendy said to her about retiring her husband and do you think that wives should be retiring their husbands i think that okay. it's okay if okay it, that's what y'all agree with i think it's okay yeah if okay. this is what we decided to do i think it's okay yeah, if that's what they want to do, like, absolutely. You know, I don't think anybody can say that it's not right if that's something that both of them want to do. Because mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day, it's their marriage. They write their own script for their marriage according to God's word. And if God is cool with that, then it's nothing that anybody can say. And if they're cool with that, it is nothing that anybody can say. They had an agreement. You know what I mean? And they were happy about that agreement. They are good. And now he's pursuing. Now, of course, I don't know the nitty gritty. The way that Wendy made it sound to me, it sounded as if like he wanted to work, like he wanted to continue being a police officer and and Tabitha made him retire. I don't know how, I don't know. But the way that Tabitha responded, it sounded as if uh, they had an agreement of this is what he's going to do just for the time being. So that way she can retire him and, that, and then he can actually work towards his dreams. Now, maybe being a police mm -hmm. officer was his dream and maybe she didn't want her husband, you know, being in the force. I do know that that is how it is for some people, you know, you may have in a the danger. Who's a police officer. Yeah, exactly. You may have a husband who is a police officer and the wife doesn't want them to, you know, work in the force anymore. That that's different. You know, I do get that. But if you know, if he wanted to stop being a police officer and actually wanted to work towards his dream, you know, by working with the youth and stuff like that, I think he um, is a backup. Is it, does yeah. something with basketball and kids or something like that? If that's what he wanted to do, then why not? You know what I mean? Like, why not? It, I have no problem with it. That was their agreement. And I feel like, you know, when you are married and you both have, you know, goals and dreams and uh, you have an agreement on how those goals and dreams are going to be worked out, it is nothing that you can accomplish and forget about what people got to say, period. And I feel like people base everything too off of money. Money doesn't make a foundation in your household and money don't bring no happiness mm -hmm. to your life. 
and she's trying to make her understand no amount of money they might have reached their max at ten thousand dollars was they max that they needed to be at for their relationship Mm -hmm. they might have met their money goal and their money goal may not be your money goal so at the end of the day where they met their money goal and they felt like they can live comfortable within their life at this mount then it's okay why do you care how they feel about the way they want to live their life because it was broadcasted this is what now this is what i'm saying should she have done that should she have come out and broadcasted their agreement and their marriage why why make it public because because of the part where she's trying to show people that you can make you can do things without always having to be about money it could be about the sacrifices that you make in your relationship ain't always about money they're concrete about their love and their foundation that money can't buy nothing more than what they have. And I think, I think I don't see anything wrong with her uh, coming out about it, especially if she had a conversation with her husband prior to uh, mm-hmm. her response, because when you're married, like even when I was married before we like shared the nitty gritty of our marriage, we would look at each other first and be like, is it okay to share this? So I'm pretty sure, you know, I call her Tabby. I'm pretty sure Tabby and her husband probably had a conversation and she and she probably asked him, you know, is this okay? Especially knowing that uh, she had the intent to broadcast this to the world. So she probably went mm-hmm. to her husband and said, babe, is it okay if I share this? And, um, and if she didn't, you know, go to her husband, I'm pretty sure she knows her husband well enough to know if this would be something that's okay or not for her to say to was the world. Was he on the, the show, The Black Love? I, it, was it revealed then when they were having conversation on the, on the interview of how their relationship is? Because I think they're on Black Love. Oh, now, um, if they're on Black Love, I, I, you know, I recant everything I said, because if your relationship is already out there on display for the world to see, okay, like he doesn't, he's not, you know, he's not that type of man that, that, you know, he doesn't mind, you know, these things being put out there for the world to see of what his wife is doing or whatever agreement that, you know, they have, you know, inside of their marriage. So if they're, if they're, if their relationship is already on display and this is not the first time they've come out on something big, I don't know, like with me, like, even if I was a celebrity or, you know, or whatever, if, if I had an agreement, you know, just with my husband, like forget what Wendy said again, when it's out to the world, you're going to have people, you're going to have comments, you're going to have critics. They're going to comment on it because you just put Mm -hmm. it out there. Just like if you put something out on Facebook or Instagram, don't get mad when somebody come and comment, you know, because I just put it out there for people to comment. But, you know, I don't think that, you know, just with me being, you know, even if I'm a celebrity, just keeping things in house, especially big things, you know, like that. The only thing I probably would broadcast is the retirement party like who cares who did what my boo just retired he is a big party we're celebrating him instead of saying Mm -hmm. this was our agreement in our marriage i you know because i have the means i'm able you know to retire him now you know that he's going through this that i i I don't know i just didn't i didn't care for it at all the whole scene i I felt like it to me i felt like it was a testimony other than a Mm a um a bragging i felt more like it was a testimony of their relationship and how they sacrificed everything in their relationship to be where they are i kind of i guess i, I share the perspective um perspectives um of nafisa i believe but i guess adding my own thing to it coming from a place of you know 
being in my relationship for over 24 years, knowing how we came into the relationship, how even prior to us getting married, like we shared everything. And, you know, so when it came to money, like that was nothing to, you know, I know a lot of people come into marriages and that's a big area of contention, you know, how we're going to separate the finances, who's going to pay what, you know, instead of, you know, being able to bring everything together and say, this is ours versus this is mine, this is your, you know, that, that's a big issue. So I think that in today's society, especially when we have so much narcissism and so much um, women empowerment, I can do it on my own and this and that. I, I believe that also there's a climate of, you know, of, of these kinds of things, you know, where, you know, somebody would think, oh, you know, somebody's trying to use me. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying there aren't people out here that do that, you know, but in regards to a marriage, you know, and what a marriage is supposed to be, I would have no problem, none, no, I, not even a second thought of retiring my husband if that was my means. And, 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 but here, but here what I'm Amen. saying, though, I'm saying this because there are things that, and probably she did not elaborate on, and I'm sure are there, even though she's the one that you see, best believe he was behind the scenes working on her behalf in order for her to get that success. And people don't understand, like, the foundation in your house is where it all Amen. begins. It's, Amen. Not, it's, not just, it's not just her, um, you know, going to probably auditions and working all that every day, and he, you know, was just doing whatever. I mean, I, I mean I'm just assuming, but I mean, I know me in that situation. My success is his success. You know y'all the team. Y'all the we team. We are a team. Exactly. Y'all the team. So, because, I mean, I'm already, you know, I'm not, of course, <laughs> not successful, you know, like her, but as far as mentality goes and the plans that he and I have, you know, you, I may be the face that you see, you know, but he is behind the scenes supporting everything. He is behind the scenes right. putting together contracts. He's behind the scenes building business amen amen working just as much if not more than me even though you only see me so i think that i think that's the part that people miss when they look at this situation Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. have an opinion like oh you don't let them you know yes just listen to the way listening to the way that she speaks the way that she spoke about her husband to me in that response i feel like he was the same way my husband is you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. in regards to that support that she got like she said he was there you know with her through all the, you know, the denials and the hundred of auditions and everything, and everything like that. So, you know, so that, so that's the, but, but, but it's like one of those things that people, I don't believe can really, really understand completely unless they are in that kind of relationship. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A lot of people are scorned. A lot of people have been used. You know what I mean? And to me, even Wendy, if, if everything was true in the documentary that I saw, her husband even did a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like he did a lot of wrong. But he also did a lot behind the scenes to scene help her. Mm-hmm. And made her. He catapulted to her the Wendy that she is right now. I don't mm-hmm. even think she would be as famous if it wasn't for him. You know what That's I'm saying? Right. So, so you have to take. You cannot negate that. That is not small. You know what I mean? Like that is huge. You know, I know some of the aspirations and things that I'm going to be doing. I cannot do it without him. Mm-hmm. I would not be able to do it without him because he is my backbone. He is my support. You know, he's my rock. Like he's you better say it. Thing. That yeah. I need to be successful. So, yeah. no, I, I would look in a heartbeat. To, to, to today, somebody called me with an opportunity, and even he only had nothing to do. You know what? You don't have to do anything anymore. We, I got it. We got it. We, we made it. This is ours. You know what I mean? Right. So, so that's uh, that's the way I feel about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. 
I just wanted to get you guys' perspective on that. You know, that's been a hot topic, uh, especially, you know, talking to traditional women, talking to modern women, you know, it, it's, a, you know, a toss-up, you know, within within those conversations. I just wanted to hear what you, what you guys' perspective was on that. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts with this modern and traditional foundations of marriage. I just feel like marriage, I don't care how people set it up to be. A marriage between those two individuals have to be on the same accord. You can set up all these sets of rules. You can set it up in any kind of way. The the accordness is where it's at for me. I I can't really put things in categories when it comes to marriage because I don't feel like marriage is a category. I feel like it's a whole everyday thing so and it's a togetherness and if you're not together it's just not it doesn't work I definitely agree with with, with what you're saying I mean you know you two can't walk together unless they agree you know I mean you you can try you can you know and and I think there's a lot of marriages out here that are like that you know and you know but but sometimes you know it's like you have marriages where you're living two separate lives, you know, you're on Mars, you know, yeah. he's on Venus. Like, I mean, you know, it's, it's extremely difficult if you're not on the same page and, you know, you look at your, you're not walking together in whatever, you know, your goals are. Um, and, it, you know, you really have to work to, if you're not on one accord, you, you really, I mean, you really have to work to, to come together or, you know, there's a lot of problems on the horizon, you know, a lot of problems to come if you can't, um, if you can't come together. And the thing is that I think it'd be, be confusing me sometimes. And I and I'd be listening to these podcasts and some of these things. And some of these, the opinions of some of the women that has never been in a marriage that understand the work that it requires to be in a marriage on both ends. Yes. I think a lot of the advice they give is false. Like you're giving, you're setting people up for failure, setting them up for failure because marriage requires the both of you to work together. No matter what you have does not make the marriage. It's the bond that y'all have together and that y'all build. If y'all not building together, it's nothing. Uh, It has to, it has to be a partnership. It has to be teamwork. Oh my gosh, it has to be teamwork. Without that, you're crumbling. Again, thinking about what's going on today and the things that you see. And I'm sure that you guys have seen on social media a lot of women out here proposing to men. Mm. Mm. I saw that and I was like, wow, this is what we're doing now. <laughs> I mean, it is... Uh, I think it is. I, I really do. I'm oh sorry. My God. I mean, like, what do you guys think about that? I think it's ridiculous. It's the, the man who finds the woman, not the woman who finds the man. And if he wanted you, he would make sure that nobody else had you. So you shouldn't have to chase him to give him to settle down with you. Yeah. And you ain't you shouldn't have to tell him, oh well, let me give you the ring so you yeah. can stay with me. And I also think it's it's going back to this whole feminist movement. I, I mean, honestly, guys, you know, I don't. I I don't have a problem with the original foundation of the feminist movement because the original foundation of the feminist movement was for us women to be able to go out into the workforce and get, you know, equal treatment 
as males do. But as it started to evolve over time, it just got out of control. Now it's it's basically, you know, got to the point of, well, you know, this the whole independent movement of I don't need a man for nothing. I don't need a man, you know, to you, to really make a baby. Really, you really do. Though it's like, okay, well, just give me his sperm. I don't need a man to do this. I don't need a man to do this, this, that, and the other. And now it's to the point of the women have taken on the man role instead of being out here just doing things equally now they think that they're like in these masculine positions or taking on that man position like well i don't need him to propose to me i'm a woman here's my rights i could propose to you know propose to this man because of you know how i feel and you know i don't gotta wait for him to do anything you know because of this whole feminist movement that has evolved so we can preach to these women but they got it so deep down inside that you know it's going to take a while for that to unravel but they got it so deep down inside that it's just like i don't care i don't i don't care what anyone say i'm gonna do i'm gonna do whatever whatever a man can do i'm gonna do it too i don't care if i'm a woman this is what i'm gonna do so now they're being impatient and not waiting for you know men you know to propose and that's one thing about a man you cannot rush these men into marriage yeah he might say he love you and this then the other but once you rush him in into marriage like even if you rush him in i don't really think it's going to work out you know it may work for maybe a year a couple of years or whatever god forbid you know but i don't think it's going to be you know it's going to be a long lasting thing because he didn't have the opportunity to process you know if this is something that he wants to do and i mean and i've talked to many a men before and again they know who their wives are going to be you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so if he didn't step up and propose and say you know you won't be my wife or started to talk about you know marriage Marriage. trying to get really serious Mm -hmm. about moving into marriage sometimes you got to be woman enough to walk away this may not be him this just may Mm -hmm. not be him you know what I mean so I I just Mm -hmm. I really think that it's just something that you know has been pounding into women now it's just like well I don't got to wait for him you know I got the right this is what I'm going to do but we also got to think of the mindset and the makeup of a man of a man as well if he doesn't feel like he is the man then what y'all got two men in a, in a relationship I, listen i don't want to have two men in re- <laughs> two men in my marriage no i don't want two men in my marriage i agree i agree yes me too because i feel like with women women are always going to be ready even if they're not ready they always going to be ready you know what i mean and with men it takes a little bit more thought you know for them to make that decision now some men of course they can look at a woman and be like oh that's my wife but depending on that relationship depending on your dynamic just depending like he may not he may be unsure about you and if he's unsure about you then the last thing you want to do is be getting on your knee and asking him to marry you like no you need even if you did know how he feels about you still still I, I still say um I definitely say pump the brakes on that and allow him to be the one to take the lead on that honestly because like I said whether women are ready or not they always gonna be ready whether they're ready and or where not. is That's his commitment yeah yeah yeah, where's yeah. his commitment? If you're taking a lead, how he leads. And I've listened to a lot of men, guys, because I've been on Clubhouse faithfully, okay? Um, down to the point that I'm about to start my own. Um, it won't be on Clubhouse because a lot of my, my friends got Androids, but <laughs> I'm about to start an um 
a conversation between, you know, men and women called um, melanated conversations. But I've heard from many a men and many men are saying like, we want to be leaders. <laughs> we want to be the leaders again, you know, and a lot of them are thinking that that their role has been removed from them. So now they're trying to find their way, you know, on where, where they fit in. They're saying that, you know, a lot of women are basically taking on the masculine role and leaving them out, you know, out to not do anything. It's like, okay, so how am I going to be your husband? Just like, like you were saying, Afi said, if I can't leave, if I can't be the head of the household, if you're taking and taking on these, you know, these positions, what, what do I need a wife for? If you're saying that you don't need me for anything, what do I need a wife for? How can I be a husband to you? And again, it's not about the money, especially being Christian, which we all should know that marriage isn't about money, it's about ministry. So how, how am I able able to be you know how am I going to be doing ministry with you as the head as the lead and you're taking on this position already there's no way and I'm also hearing that (laughs) it's so much my gosh but I'm also hearing that men are not wanting their wives to work how y'all feel about that if the finances is where they need to be there should be no problem but if the finances are not where they need to be and we need to make arrangements to make that happen then that's a possibility. That's a possibility to happen, but you have to set your life up for that kind of uh, life. You can't just say, oh, I don't want you to work and we eat in oodles and noodles every night. Yeah, we sure. Or my kids only got uh, one pair of shoes. Like if, if, if we're going to be on that type of time, it, the bank got to flow because mm. I got to be able to do what I want to do when I want to do it. So that is a, a, a request of a boss. And that man must be a boss. Absolutely. I mean, because I mean, there are, you know, there are a lot of women out here. They may not be black women, but um, that's like a plane for them. You know, like they have a husband and they work. And then when they decide to start a family, they quit their job. You know, I mean, I know I've known several people throughout the years that that is exactly how the situation went. They have an agreement with their husband that once they start a family, they come home and that's their job. Yeah. The home mm-hmm. and the family, that's their job. So it goes back to the, it goes back to um, what Nafisa keeps, you know, reiterating. I'm reiterating the, you know, what she's saying in regards to the agreement between the husband and the wife, you know, it's not to say that the, the wife that works, that that's wrong and that's out of order. You know what I'm saying? It's yes. about what, agreement they come to you know if they mm-hmm. decide that it's you know okay if that's what we want to do okay when you know when it's time to start having kids or whatever point you come home you take care of that I take care of the working and the you know and the, and the household finances and the money coming in cool mm-hmm. if you know if they both have careers you know cool mm-hmm. even if you know period time if the husband is home and the wife is, is working and that's the agreement mm-hmm. they have cool again it, it's it's all up to that individual married I mean that individual couple what they have you know they have they have agreed upon that you know that that that's going to work for their situation absolutely absolutely because um I am like I said previously 
I will definitely be a traditional wife. I am not looking to, you know, have a job um, outside of my home. My home will be my job. And again, that's going to be, you know, that's going to be a conversation that, you know, is had between, you know, me and the person that are entering into courtship. Um, Mm -hmm. That has to be something that he believes in too. It's not, and I just want to put that out there, you know, to the babies out there. It's nothing that you convince somebody. (laughs) Like, listen, this is what I'm going to do once we get, no, this is this has to be a belief you know that he has you know already Mm -hmm. and what he has been you know looking forward to and you find out these things through conversation so you have to keep those lines of communication you know open again before going into courtship but he's going to know this is the type of woman I am I'm not leaning on the whole modern day uh, you know who type of wife I don't you know it's not it's not a pressing thing for me you know to continue to run a business and this that any other what I will continue to run will be my ministry because that's god-given that's my purpose like i you know i gotta continue going with that which you know he will know but you know it will be that as well as running the home and making sure that things are you know ran like a well-oiled machine you know at home you know while he's outside of the home so but that again that's a conversation you have before courtship and again that person has to already you know be on that mindset like you can't change anyone you know what i mean if he's Mm -hmm. a man that wants his woman to work and it's something that you know you can't compromise with or it's something that you don't see yourself doing don't get yourself in deep water because you know it you know this is what he believes and you believe that and if you can't come to a compromising you know position i don't think that you know you should move forward with it because you're always going to be button heads over that thanks there is like so much philadelphia alone killing is going on and they are like killing really literally each other wow friends um it's it just people that you know and the crazy thing that has been happening is like it's really just the people that you know and they that y'all been growing up for kids and stuff and they just dying it's just so sad and it, that the kids are raising kids so it's it's so it's it's so bad because of your grandma being 30 years old yeah the and, that's so true and mm. what morals can grandma teach you at 30 that haven't gotten yeah. to her seventies or eighties, the wisdom of her life, because life changes you. So, who haven't yeah. lived yet? How can you pass something down to somebody that haven't lived? Absolutely. So it's just, it's just so much with that in general. It's just the way our life is going to go because the generations of generations of people, where are we going? Because they ain't learning nothing. Future doctors, our future lawyers, our future NBA players even if they get to be NBA players to the status that, and especially our black men, they dying on so fast, if they even have a chance to even get to school. And I guess that I have it always in my forefront because I got a 20 year old. Yeah. And um, he's in, and he's on the forefront of my mind every day. So it, it just, it just baffles me sometimes of just how, even when I look at my son as 20 and how, I look at other boys in the street that's 20 that have no respect for their mothers. You know, as we gotten older, you know, we would look back and be like, you know what, that generation, woo, like, look at these kids. But now it's like to the point, like, whoa, like, where, like, really, where's our world going, you know, right now? Like, why is it so much killing? Okay, that's one. And two, why there's still, you know, these young, young kids having babies. Like, I think I looked on uh, YouTube and there was a 12 year old that just gave birth mm-hmm. of years old. It's, it's, a, it's a, it's a, I think it's a lot, you know, a lot of things in regards to, you know, answering that question. I mean, firstly, you know, you have to look at what 
Nafisa said in, in terms of the ages of <laughs> of the of the parents, you know, mm-hmm. the ages of the parents, you know, the grandparents. Um, he said not um not have lived a love life to really, you know, give wisdom, you know, and then think about the households that they came from. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like the younger generation, they are so they have this entitlement on them. You know oh, what I mean? My. Um, I mean, they just expect so much for so little, you know. Um they expect something for nothing, you know, so Agreed. they already growing up like that, you know, and, and like I said, the lack of respect for the older, for, 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 you know, for the older people. And then also the lack of fathers in the homes, you know, I mean, you don't, I mean, especially, you know, our young black boys, I mean, mm-hmm. and, and, and I, you know, I, my, my son is 14. I mean, but just like Nafisa, even her son is 20. I mean, you know, I think about his future every day, yes. you know, I think about, you know, something in the streets happening to him, and you know, and then you all we also know there's law, something from from law enforcement happening to him. You know, you see how mm-hmm. you know uh, black, black men and boys are getting killed by law enforcement. Yeah. It's extremely scary. The world that we're going to have in the next five, ten, fifteen Whoosh. years. You know, um, but I, I and and then also I believe, as far as you know, black people are concerned. Um, People not knowing who we are. We don't know who we are. A lot of yes. people don't know because mm. it's been hidden. It's been hidden from us. It's been yep. kept from us. Exactly. Um, not knowing the stock that we came from. Not knowing mm-hmm. that we come from a lineage of kings and queens and people that actually had something mm-hmm. versus what mm-hmm. we're being taught in schools. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it, I mean, it's, I think it's a it's a it's a combination of all that, and and it's it's really easy to you know just say, oh, I just hope you know, black people need to get together, whatever, like, if it was that easy, I think we would have got that together. You know what I mean? Amen. It's, it's not mm-hmm. that, I do agree. It's, 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 a, it's, you know, it's a, it's a generational curse that needs to be broken from yep. all of this bad programming passed down from generation to generation. Um, and, and, and it's, it's, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a brainwashing. All this stuff is working together and working against us. You absolutely said that word, programming. I've I've always said that. Brainwashing, they're programming, (laughs) and we have to be strong enough to break it it's i mean honestly we yeah we could do it together but individuals also have to want to break it you know as well because i mean there are certain generational curses on our families you know that we looked at you know and said no i'm stopping it here you know what i mean hey Mm -hmm. i'm not doing this i'm not doing it because i know you know this wrong let's stop it here i mean it may not stop the whole you know with you know with big families i have a very big family but i know if i start and do my part at least one Mm -hmm. one chain of the family you know can you know start Won't to go die. in a certain direction and that's another reason why i said i was going to start melanated conversations because we need to one start to understand you know who we are as black women and men i definitely want to bring together to talk about certain things you know and just to do my part again it may not be worldwide but this is my 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 little piece of of, of the of the puzzle of the chain you know that i can do to try to bring us together one to start to understand who we are like you said marquita with with people just not understanding who we are like a lot of us don't even know that we was here before the British even came they ever said that you know that they came here first or whoever came first you know here with the Native Americans that were already here a lot of people don't know that you know that we were already in the mountains and in, in, in hills of Asia you know already mm-hmm. like a lot of people you know just you know just don't know that and where we came from because of the brainwashing and the breaking down and the buck breaking you know of our people and of our men and telling them that this is who you were and this is where you came from 
from and this is all you're going to be and this is what you're not going to have and this is not what you're going to do that has been passed on you know for generations and even now just hearing just older people still talk like that and still have that mentality you know from from back then that's how mm-hmm. powerful that 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 brainwashing was so mm-hmm. definitely you know I definitely agree with you on you know with with the whole programming thing you know a lot of us have to know that we it can be broken you know what I mean we yes. don't have to continue to go on you know the way that we go on and continue to think that we can't have and you know this than the other you know the the only person that could tell me that I cannot have is the Lord above and he say no I gotta go with it but from what I know mm-hmm. I can have anything I want <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean so it's not made on man to tell me what I can mm-hmm. and cannot have Three. Yeah, 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 definitely. And what you, what uh, Marissa and Marquita, that is the perfect word for it, reprogramming. Because, like, if even looking back to you know slavery days and stuff like that, and Marissa, how you say you know uh, we were being broken down, our minds were being broken down and stuff like that. I don't know what the letter was called, but I do remember that there was a letter during slavery times where, um, where they were talking about how you know black people would be pinned against each other Willie Lynch. Um, women pinned against men like Willie Lynch letter women pinned against men light skin against dark skin you mean like that that stuff is crazy and it's still being replicated today it's still being replicated today um and it's like if we can grab a hold of that and realize you know what uh, these people were trying to do to us so long ago. Hopefully, that would be, like click something in us to be like, "Oh, they play with us. Let's, you know, let's change things around. Let's do something different." What you just said, as far as that getting back to that mindset, how can we get back to that mindset when your grandma don't know that, and she and she twenty nine, and she twenty, and she dirty, she don't know that, and she don't even want to listen yeah. to her mother, and and you want her to teach you something. Yeah, yeah, and you know what. I feel like one of the ways where that can start is is in schools. When I was in elementary school um, and uh, the teachers or, you know, the staff or whatever, they will have like motivational speakers come to speak to us. So even though you may not be getting that at home, you can at least get that in school. You know what I mean? Because it's like one of two is like one of three places that you're going to find kids, home, school, and outside. They're not going to get it outside, of, you know, with their friends. They may not be getting it at home, you know, if they're already acting that way. So the only place, one of the only places that you can get it is at school. And I feel like, you know, if more schools would do like the motivational speaking and stuff like that, I feel like that's one place where we could actually get our kids because like I said they're not getting it at home they're not getting it outside when they play with their friends they can actually get it at school when these people who are knowledgeable in these areas can come and speak to them and you know show them a better way to piggyback on like about like our black men dying and stuff like that I've learned recently just having conversations um with somebody for some, that is the way of the streets and they are okay with that lifestyle. Like that, that is what they do. So like, um, like some people that sell drugs and stuff like that. If somebody gets robbed, the response when you get robbed is to retaliate. And if you don't retaliate, then you're looked at as the B word. You know what I mean? That's how it is. So with, with that being said, that is their mentality. They're okay with that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, on the flip side, how do you help people who who know going into the streets that this is what they're signing up for and that this is 
okay. You know what I mean? Like they're not looking to be changed. They know that this is how it works. Oh, somebody robbed me. My response is to go rob them or, or not rob them, but to go, you know, fight them, beat them up, whatever, pull a gun out on them, shoot them, whatever the case may be. That is, that is the response. So it's like, how do you help people who don't want to be helped, who this is what they signed up for? Um, there are going to be people that you can't help. Yeah. I mean, it's sad, but you know, that, that ship has sailed unless they come around and say, Hey, you know, this is it. I want to get out, the, you know, come out the streets. You know, we have to be there, you know, with open arms, you know, to help yeah. that brother or, you know, that sister come in off the street. But, you know, again, I mean, it's going to start, I mean, gosh, you know, and again, it's hard, you know, with, with even with the with the children and even getting into the schools because the school systems really don't want the truth inside of the schools. They don't want people to come in and really help the kids and make to make them right and go on the right Amen. path. It just seems as though they just want to continue to have them on, on this on this like downward downward spiral and I'm just and again I'm talking about you know I don't know all schools but I'm just talking about like inner city schools and mm-hmm. you know things of things of that sort I, I can't Great. speak to private schools I don't know if um Marquita you can speak to that because I know your your children you know are in, in in very good schools and private schools but I just know for you know inner city schools they're not even trying to make it you know it's just like okay we got a requirement to educate these children to whatever level and then you know that be all I agree yeah, it's definitely um, different, you know, to say the least. And I mean, I think about children in public schools all the time, um, mm-hmm. you know, especially, you know, having a, a, a child, you know, with this quote unquote learning disability, you know, mm-hmm. um, I am grateful to be able to have the opportunity to, you know, to, to, to have seeked out the information to get him the right, you know, to get him to the right school versus him being in a school where, um, you know, he's subject to, to these things that we're talking about, you know what I mean? And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I, but I do, you know, I, I always say, you know, I think I'm going to eventually become a parent advocate, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people don't know the things that they can, or they have the right to fight for. I fought, <laughs> you know, you remember mm-hmm. Marissa, I, what I, all I was going through. You know, and um, and you know, but it's unfair. I mean, every 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 child should you know have that that, that same opportunity. Because I, I I have to piggyback off of you for a minute because I have the same thing. I feel the same way about you, Marquita, as far as the the disability with the kids. When my son, my son's also in a private different school. He's not in public school because of the disability. But my first son was in public school, and it was very hard for him and going through things in school and with his um me finding out going through the struggle of it all because like I tell everybody all the time a lot of our black kids are in school and the reason why they're acting up is because they can't read but people don't take the time to understand that they can't read but they solely totally focused on their behavior but not knowing that they really can't read and that's why they're acting up because they don't want to be embarrassed that they can't read. Absolutely. My son had so much problems. He had dyslexia and, it, and the school kept telling me there's nothing wrong with him. I said, there's no way you're going to tell me my son don't have no problem. He can't even come home and do his homework. And he'd been in school all day. And I had to take my son out to get counseling, therapy, everything to make sure to find out what was going on. And then long story short, I found out he had dyslexia and it took a whole lot. We had to go through a whole lot of battles. We, I battled that school district to the door. It was so much to go through just to get the proper education for your kids. And, and it takes a mom who really 
loves their kids. Yeah. And if you don't love your kids, you'll send them out there and do whatever. So moms out there or moms to be out there, we need you. We need you on the battlefield. We need you to become parent advocates. We need you to start your own schools. How about that? If that is something that is on your heart, you know, maybe get together with a couple other moms and see how you can start mm-hmm. your own schools or, you know, start programs for in-home schooling or something because our, our kids really need a proper, you know, education, you know, some, that, you know, that they're not getting out here in, in some of these schools. So ladies, we can go on and on. I know there's more topics that we could talk about. Like I told you guys um, the last time that we'll be doing this at least once a month, just talking about, you know, different topics coming to the table, you know, uh, with different topics just to speak about. But thank you guys for, you know, coming on today and just talking about these different topics. Thank you, uh, my babes out there for listening in today. Also, don't forget if there is a certain topic that you want us to talk about that you can uh, definitely DM me, you can send me an email. All the information is in the show notes. And don't forget to sign up now uh, for the uh, 90 Day Future Wife Bootcamp that is taking place in the fall, as well as getting your 90 Day Blueprint Prayer Journal for Future Wives and Wives. So guys, it has been a blast. It has been very informative. So until the next one, bye-bye. Bye-bye.